Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm Stephanie Long and I'm a business coach for nutritionists. After struggling with how to start my own nutrition business, I finally figured out how to launch my business and sign clients without the overwhelm. And now it's my mission to share this with you too. This is why I created my online course, Launch Your Nutrition Biz, to teach you the exact steps you need to take to start your nutrition business and sign your first paying clients. In this podcast, we'll talk about how to start and grow your nutrition business, sign new clients, come up with an easy to follow marketing plan and make money doing what you love. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I am here today with Elaine from Distinctly Nourished. We're going to talk all about a day in the life of her nutrition business. We're going to talk about how we work together one-on-one to create her nutrition programs and offerings. I'm going to ask her some questions about how she got started with her business, some programs she uses um, that help her run her business. And yeah, we're just going to have a casual chat about her experience in starting her business as a nutritionist. So let me tell you a bit about Elaine. Elaine from Distinctly Nourished is a busy mom of four who understands the struggle and balancing act that comes along with raising a family and being attentive to them while also trying to find the time and energy to focus on yourself. The wellness world is saturated with fad diets, promising all the quick fixes, ones that are just not enjoyable or are too restrictive and in the long run, not sustainable. So Elaine focuses on helping busy moms find the simplicity in nourishing their bodies through diet and lifestyle that helps them finally find balance with food, gain more energy and hit their happy weight for good. Welcome to the podcast, Elaine. I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Well, just so everybody can get on the same page, I would love to start from square one. Can you tell Mm -hmm. us when did you graduate from nutrition school? Where did you go to school? And just kind of lay of the land of how you got started. Oh, okay. So yeah, I went to the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. And uh, I started in 2020. So uh, just when the pandemic hit, I had one in class, and then we moved online. Um, and then I completed my program in 2022. Okay, amazing. How was that experience going from, I guess, you know, having this idea you were going to do in class, and then it just kind of being taken away where it's like, now you have to be an online learner, especially as you mentioned, like busy mama four, how did that, like, did you receive that information? Well, did it easily um, fit your life schedule? How did that work? Well, all the kids were all of a sudden home uh, on Zoom. So it was definitely challenging. I definitely had a panic attack. Like this is not how I plan to do things. Yes. Um, I was planning on going in uh, once a week at night Mm. and doing the course that way. Um, It actually ended up being better than I thought because with everybody home, the house was just, chaotic Mm -hmm. um so it actually gave me some reprieve that I had something to focus on other than all the kids being home and you know the kitchen was like on a constant 24-hour turnaround and I think had my focus only been on them because I wouldn't have otherwise had this program underway um I think it would have just been a little bit more daunting for me so this kind of let me focus and Mm -hmm. dive into something and just let everything else kind of uh, manage itself the way it was going to play out. But, you know, there were challenging times, but um, 
you know, I like to see the bright side of things. And, and I think that it actually ended up working out really well for me. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've done a really great job of balancing like mom life, you know, your own business, family life. Um, do you have any tips for maybe those who have families at home and um, who are trying to build their career? Like, has there any, is there been anything that has worked for you in terms of organization or anything that you've implemented in your own schedule? Uh, I just, I write a ton of lists. Like I have notepads everywhere. That's just, I'm, I'm a pen to paper type of person. So that helps me. And I really, if anything, the pandemic taught me to really just embrace that it's really not all in our control. So I've kind of toned myself down a bit where I've typically been like a type A personality. It kind of taught me to just roll with it, so to speak. Um, but yeah, definitely have to be organized, uh, a lot of planning in advance, um, you know, whatever it is, even, you know, making lunches as much as you can do the night before, just really being on top of things without overwhelming yourself in that routine also, right? Like whatever routine, um, I create for myself, I don't want that to cause me more overwhelmed. So mm -hmm. when things start to cause me more overwhelm, I just kind of scale it back and be real with what I can handle. Yeah. And I feel like that's a theme in your business. I know in the bio, we mentioned simplicity and it sounds like, yeah. you know, maybe finding simple routines, not that like 20 step morning routine that you wouldn't have time for. So right. do you find that like, even when it translates to your business, you, you need simplicity, you need things to kind of like, you need like a well-oiled machine so that you don't have to spend a lot of time kind of managing the business as well? Definitely. I definitely need a well-oiled machine and I needed things done very methodically um, for me to jump into the business, which is really where you came in to help me do that because I really had no idea, even from a tech perspective, how to navigate, um, you know, all those things that needed to be automated and, and everything. So um, definitely having the business automated helps me a lot. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And we'll talk a little bit more maybe in, in the future of what do you have automated? What programs are you using? So we can just every, have everyone, you know, be, uh, on the same page of understanding sure. how you run this business in a streamlined way. So, uh, to kind of like rewind back before we get a little too deep in the mm -hmm. business, did you know you wanted to have a business when you were in school or did you kind of finish the the chorus and you're like, okay, actually I want to do this as like a full-time or part-time business. Yeah. I knew that I wanted to have a business. Um, that's why I went back to school. I was very passionate about it. And after being a stay at home mom for many, many years, um, I would say how old was my daughter then? Um, 16, 17 was my oldest daughter at the time. And, um, I knew that I, I needed to do something for myself now. And as the kids were getting older, I, I wanted to take this on for myself and and to help other moms who, who have found themselves struggling in this space. Yeah, absolutely. And just for perspective, like you're, all of your kids are not older, right? You do have some younger children as well. Is that right? Yeah. So I, my oldest just turned 19 and then my second one is turning 17, another daughter. I have a son who's 14 and then a little girl that's nine. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that. Cause I think, you know, so many people could listen and be like, okay, well she has older kids now. It makes sense because they're self-sufficient or they're on their own. But I know yeah. from working with you and just seeing you as like 
you know, an involved mom, like how amazing you are at, at, you know, doing the balance of both, which I'm sure is hard at times, but you have, it sounds like you found like a really good medium there. And it's just been nice to see that, you know, you can have both and, and it, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Um, so in building the business, I know it was kind of your purpose of going back and then building the business. So just coming out of school, you're going to have to remind me because I forget yes. if you had a bit of time after graduating where you were trying to get things done on your own, or if we jumped right into working together right when you graduated. Oh, no. Um, I had I had been following you and listening to your podcast. Um, I was really trying to navigate starting the business on my own, just also from a financial perspective that I had just finished school and, um, you know, some people like myself aren't ready to invest more money into um, getting somebody to help them. So I was really, you know, watching a lot of videos, trying to kind of help myself on my own. Um, and then we started working together um last I would say May no yeah. maybe May I think June. it was spring it must have been springish yeah or it maybe was early summer. yeah mm-hmm. so I tried very much on my own and I had a lot of bits and pieces but again for me everything the way I function is everything has to be kind of very methodical I felt like I was taking two steps forward taking two steps back and sometimes I felt like I was jumping ahead when I didn't have a solid foundation. And that was really holding me back because I didn't like the way it was starting to form itself. It was kind of all over the place. Um, And then every time I listened to your podcast, like even one of these a day in the life of a nutritionist, it just resonated with me so much. Um, You know, your process and how things get set up. And these are things that I struggled with from a tech perspective. Like I said, I just couldn't wrap my head around because I haven't had to, you know, use technology in this capacity in in a long time. So I really, really needed help setting that all up and doing it properly to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. You're not alone there. I think a lot of people, me included, struggled with the tech early on. And there's, you know, what we might have learned two years ago that we're working in business might not apply now. So it's like having to be kind of constantly learning new programs. So what would you say, I guess, was the um, biggest advantage of working with, uh, well, I guess me specifically, but also just Mm -hmm. a business coach, because I think there's so many people out there that are on that fence, exactly like you said, and I was also Mm -hmm. there as well of like, well, I just invested all this money in school, should I actually invest to work with a coach? What would you say is the biggest kind of takeaway um, in in working with someone? So first of all, I think it was a mindset shift, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I, I really had to start realizing, like, this is a business and any business that you start, you need to make an initial investment in that business, uh, no matter what business you're in. So I had to shift the mindset from just being a nutritionist to seeing myself as being now a, a business owner. Also, the biggest takeaway was just setting up that business in a very methodical fashion and um, being able to follow the guidelines that you gave me to set up that business. And it was really, really important to me to um, understand the back end of my business. So there are a lot of coaches out there who will, um, you know, take your idea of 
perhaps maybe you wanting a website or you wanting to build an email list and they will do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really wanted to know the entire back end of this business so that I could then go in and make changes to my website or, um, you know, make changes to my email list and how that functions. Because as convenient as it is to hand it over to someone to do it for you, um, that person is not always going to be there when you need a change or they're not going to be there when you need them to be there. So that was really, really important to me um, to be able to know how to do that. And it was very rewarding to learn Mm. how to do that. Right. Um, Extremely rewarding in itself to know, you know, to go from knowing really not anything about about these things to knowing how to go into your own website and make changes and so on and so forth. Oh, absolutely. Because I think there's a lot of people who um, understandably will hear that something like WordPress is the best, you know, uh, website platform to use, which, you know, arguably it it might be, but it's Mm -hmm. hard for a lot of us to manage. And then you have to hire a designer and then you have to pay them hourly when you just want to go in and make a change to the contact form. So Mm -hmm. I know it's really within my mission to have people learn this for themselves, because I also didn't know, and I didn't want to get stuck in that situation that you're describing. Um, So I think this is a great segue into talking about those specific platforms, if you're up for it. Um, Sure. Because I think we have listeners who maybe are using some platforms and aren't happy with them and and Mm want to make a change to something easier or haven't even started their business yet or, or implemented some of these platforms. So what do you use specifically for your website and how easy do you find it to go in and manage? So we set up the website over Squarespace. Mm -hmm. Um, Very, very user-friendly. Again, of course, I had you working alongside me, you know, giving me, um, some tips and tricks on how to navigate setting that up, which was extremely helpful. Um, And I was able to go in and, you know, add images, whether it be pictures, um, changing fonts, um, adding text where I wanted to add text, hyperlinking things. Um, Very, very user friendly. Uh, I could go in at any time and I know how to navigate the website on my own. Yeah. And I know something that we did for you specifically was um, actually started with a purchased website template. So instead of Mm -hmm. using one of the basic templates from Squarespace, we actually, I believe, went to Etsy and you purchased a template. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so just so everybody knows, um, if if you see the the website templates on like your website platform like Squarespace or Wix and they're not meeting mm-hmm. your needs, you can go to something like Etsy or Creative Market is another platform mm-hmm. and you can actually buy um, a pre-made template. So we went in, I think you maybe spent around a hundred to two hundred dollars. I don't think it was that I, yeah, much. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't even I don't yeah, if if even two hundred dollars, I I can't remember, maybe around that mark. And yes. uh, yeah, and of course, like I should mention, we have to make sure when we're buying that template that it is compatible with Squarespace. Yes, good right? point. Otherwise, yeah. yeah, because there were many there that you know I almost thought as by mistake, but once it's compatible with Squarespace, they send you an email and you basically um, go in and edit that template however you like it, but extremely helpful and takes... Mm-hmm oh my gosh, hours, hours upon hours off your plate from just creating a website from scratch. 
I agree because it's, it's already there. Just like you said, it kind of becomes more of like a plug and play um, project because you're just inputting the photos, you're maybe mm -hmm. changing the colors, you're inputting the text, but instead of feeling like you have to design everything from scratch, which I think is what gets a lot of us, you know, stuck in our own. Very heads. overwhelming. We, yeah. It's overwhelming. So you have it there. And I love that you feel so empowered to go and, and, mm -hmm. Um, you know, check things on your website, change things. Um, do you also at this point, like take a look at your analytics at all? So your website, like metrics, or has that not been uh, something you've done yet? So it's funny that you say that because that is my goal for this year <laughs> yeah. is to really learn how to read the metrics and how to use, use those metrics to my advantage but it's yeah. not something I'm fluent in yet but it's definitely something that I want to learn how to understand more of because yeah. I think I think that could be so helpful going forward I just uh, haven't done that yet but it's definitely on that to-do list well I was gonna that was my next thing I was gonna say there's probably a million things on the to-do list like I know there are on mine so it is you know, something to definitely consider because we want to see where people are coming from. So, you know, um, some advice to you, Elaine, but also mm -hmm. to everyone listening is if you're in the position where you have your website set up, um, whether you're using Squarespace, Wix, WordPress, there should be a section to look at analytics. And what I personally like to look at is um, like the sources of where traffic is coming from. So for okay. example, um, you know, my traffic used to come a lot from Instagram because that's where, well, I wasn't getting a lot of traffic to begin with. Mm -hmm. So the minimal amount of traffic that was coming was mostly from social media. But personally, when I started blogging and my podcast and YouTube, I my um, direct search traffic went up. So people that were directly searching on Google for an answer would find me through a Google search. So it's really cool to look at those sources after a while, because let's say, for example, you're seeing you're getting more Google searches. Well, how can you work harder to get even more versus maybe Instagram's not working? So that's why the metrics right. are really nice to look at. And then okay. I also like to just look at, I believe in Squarespace, it's called engagement. And you can actually see, um, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, what pages people are clicking to within your website. So let's oh. say one of your, your pages is getting very low traffic, like your about page. You know, is there a way to add a little bit of about you on your homepage so people don't miss out on getting that information? So you can kind of like look at where are people going and either pour more time into those um, areas or maybe they're not working and you can stop doing some of those things. So I'm okay. not sure if that's helpful. Um, it is very helpful. As a project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go look really at fun. that right when we're done. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I really love it as well. And I just think it gives you a lot of data, but again, not, there's so many pieces of the business puzzle. It's like, we don't want to just spend so much time getting stuck there, but kind of on a month to month basis, just like checking in, you know, once a month and seeing if things are growing or not, and then making a game plan from there. Great advice. I'm going to do that. I'm going to start to do that. Okay. Amazing. So yeah. other than the website, I know we worked on um, your email list. So let's maybe mm -hmm. talk a little bit about what platform are you using for email marketing? Do you find that easier, hard to manage? Yes. Yeah, so we're using Flowdesk or I'm using Flowdesk, but you helped me set that up also because I had no idea how to use it. Uh, very user-friendly also once we work through it together. So 
Um, I think the first thing that we did was to build my email list. Uh, we created a freebie, um, which is uh, my snack guide to beat the afternoon slump. Um, so we went in and you showed me how to create a form for that, uh, where people sign up and then they, um, you know, get the freebie directly to their inbox. Um, so I find Flowdesk incredibly easy. Um, I have a couple of um uh, forms now or uh, workflows going on. Mm -hmm. One of them I just recently created by myself, which was very empowering mm -hmm. also. <laughs> but um, the platform itself, I find is very user friendly, and I'm enjoying it and I wouldn't switch it actually. Okay, yeah. great. Good to know. It's always nice. I know when I'm listening to a podcast, I just want to kind of know what other people are using and either, uh, you know, sometimes that will give me more confidence in investing in a tool because I think when mm -hmm. we're just starting out, we're scared to spend in the business. Like we're scared to, yeah. we want to do the free email platform and see how much mm -hmm. we can squeeze out of that. But, you know, um, sometimes investing in even in something like Flowdesk can help you have those systems in place so that when yeah. somebody joins your email list, they're getting nurtured right away. You don't have to be and, doing that on your own. And, you know, it just also helps to make your business look that much more professional. Mm -hmm. Right. So I like, I like the way that, um, you could set it up. Um, I love that the emails are automated in whichever way I, I want. And I just find there's like a level of professionalism that comes with being set up that way versus sending emails out on your own to your list of people. I yes. just, yeah, yeah makes a big difference. Yeah. And are there any other tools that you use like practice better, that clean life or I use practice better. Yeah, yeah okay. I use practice okay. better also. And I love that. I, I love all the platforms that I have, but <laughs> practice better. I also love for the professionalism of it. Also, mm -hmm. I communicate with my clients through practice better through their messenger app. I send clients when I'm working with them, um, you know, any documents or handouts that I'm using um, with them throughout our time together. I send it all through Practice Better. I do my billing through Practice Better, which is set up with my Stripe account, which is linked. And um, yeah, I also just love also that um, they have this messaging app. So I'm mm -hmm. not in contact with my clients through otherwise what would be maybe WhatsApp or whatever. So mm -hmm. we're removing that personal level of being yes. in contact with one another and, um, you know, moving to a more professional space where we do it through there. Uh, my calendar is set up on there, my availability, um, my schedule. Uh, I have protocols that I've added to that platform, which makes it really nice and easy. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's just, it simplifies running the business. Absolutely. Yeah, I always explain it to people again, who are maybe hesitant to invest in the monthly cost of, mm -hmm. you know, you're paying depends what plan you're on. But in some cases, right. there's like a $25 plan, and the mm -hmm. cost to pay like an administrative assistant or a virtual assistant to run that for you in your business, right, would be that an hour and you'd need multiple hours well, for them to manage. And also, it. for me, that yeah. time to do it myself is, first of all, I'm also on you know, a different schedule with my kids. I don't yeah. have time to sit there and do all these, I want to call them like menial tasks yes. that would otherwise, you know, be automated. Um, and, and booking appointments through there is nice and easy. 
Um, so also for me, it's just, it's, it's, um, it saves me a lot of time and, um, you know, time is also money, right? Yes. Like <laughs> you would be paying someone else otherwise, or, you know, I think it's very reasonable for what you're getting. Absolutely. And you did mention the chat function, like within mm-hmm. practice better. And something that came to my mind was boundaries. It helps you to have better mm-hmm. boundaries with clients. And I can assume as a busy mom, like you need to have the boundaries with the business or else, you know, you're going to be staying up till 1am working every night, trying to, you know, keep things running. So you, do you feel like having like even practice better specifically, like helps you to kind of keep it in a container so you can check in when you want and not have Yeah, it kind I of, feel, yeah. I feel like, you know, business is business and, and we communicate through this app mm-hmm. um, that is streamlined for my business and very much so it sets boundaries. I don't feel like, you know, if somebody were to message me on, for instance, WhatsApp, um, sometimes we feel the need to respond right away because, oh, you opened it. Someone sees that you read it. You don't want to give somebody, you know, this yeah. allows me to, to put it away even at night and deal with it in the morning. Yeah. Right. And, and it allows me to function within my business hours when I'm working. So absolutely. I love that. This is like, I feel like everyone listening needs to really let that sink in because this is our business. We can run it how we need to for our family life. And even if you don't have a family, that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that your time is less valuable. You can still put things in place to keep boundaries around your business so that you can run it without burning out. So I'm so proud of you for doing that, Elaine. That's amazing. Thank you. I think you're probably inspiring a lot of people by sharing that and sharing how you've used these tools that have been created to keep you organized and you're using them and and you see that investing in your business is worthwhile um, yeah. to help move it forward. So thank Oh, you absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you helped me with all of that. It was all like gibberish to me. So thank <laughs> you because it was, it was amazing. Oh, of course. Of course. And I'm glad that we can share with everyone listening, some of those programs to put in place themselves if need be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll also link, cause we mentioned a few like uh, Flowdesk, mm-hmm. Squarespace, Practice Better. I'll actually put in the show notes. I have some discount codes for each of those platforms. Um, I, I believe I am now like a Squarespace circle member where you can have an extended trial, I believe six months without having to pay, oh, which wow. gives you time to work on the website. I don't necessarily recommend taking six months to work on your website, right. but it gives you that wiggle room. So I'll make sure to put those in the show notes for everyone to go take a look at and use if need be. Um, one thing that, sorry, there's so much I want to ask you. So I want to kind of just jump from, sure. from thing to thing, but um in our time working together, we developed more of a signature program that you could run mm-hmm. with your clients. And then before launching, I believe it was before launching or right around the launch period, you ended up doing a workshop for um, your community. Can you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about how that in-person workshop led to new opportunities in your business? Yeah. So um, I was invited to speak at a women's workshop in my community. Um, and I spoke on um the correlation between uh, nutrition and mental health. That was the theme of the workshop, mental health. Um, We brought out, I want to say around 60 women. It was a beautiful afternoon that was put together. Um, And it allowed people who otherwise didn't know that I was now practicing as a nutritionist. It allowed them the opportunity to hear me speak. It also allowed many to... um, understand what holistic nutrition is 
Mm-hmm. Um, many, many don't necessarily understand that we um, focus on root cause and the connections between our symptoms and how we're feeling and what we're experiencing. Um, so that was that was really cool. I got a lot of amazing feedback from that. It also led to many people um, joining my email list, mm-hmm. which helped me grow my email list. So when they walked in, I had a sign up form ready there. And I actually gave away a break, I believe it was a breakfast recipe guide. Um, so they love that. And it just really um, put me out there and also invited some people into my world, mm-hmm. which was really nice and gave me an opportunity also to, um, you know, sign on some new clients, which was amazing. Um, so it's been it's been great. It's been great. I've learned a lot along the way. Absolutely. Not only getting in front of that community to, like you said, let them know Mm -hmm. this is the new path you're on to help, you know, support you and celebrate you in that, Mm -hmm. but to get them on your email list, to give them support, to give them resources. So, so many wins there, I think for Mm -hmm. your community, for your business. And, um, and even, I I haven't even asked you the question around Mm -hmm. the confidence piece, but even just feeling confidence speaking in front of an audience. Now, is that something natural to you or are you growing that through this business I actually loved it and I love doing that I I I have no problem public speaking as long as I'm prepared in advance I feel like I can totally handle it Um, I would love to take on more of those opportunities actually that's one of my focuses and goals for this year um, is to do more of those things so I like being in front of people I'm a people person I love talking to people I love getting feedback from people Um, I get a lot of energy from other people's energy. So I love that. That's amazing. Well, it's nice to take that natural strength that you have and to use that in the business and to know that maybe that's where you pour the energy, you know, maybe for you, um, blogging isn't the right venue. Like, I don't know if you you would have the time to sit down and write the blog post, but maybe that same hour or two, it would take you to do that is you go and present a workshop or you get on a podcast or you use your voice in some way. So I love that you're so tuned into knowing, you know, what your skill is and how to use it. Yeah. I love that. I love that a lot. Yeah. Okay. So you got those initial first clients out of that workshop. Mm -hmm. And then I believe at this time is when um, we had to part ways, our time working together was done. And so the Mm -hmm. last couple months, can you just talk about where your focus has been in your business? Um, Maybe share a bit about the challenge you have been um, currently running and just where, yeah, where things have been going. So I've just been I've been trying to put myself out there a little bit more on Instagram. It's something that I really struggled with, which I think a lot of people struggle with putting themselves um, out there or on camera, which I don't love to do, but I'm really trying to get out of my own way. Um, It's like a love-hate relationship, that Instagram, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Um, but we're working on it. We're still working on it. And um, I'm enjoying it a little bit more because I'm taking the pressure off myself a little bit more. So I'm trying not to take it so seriously in that respect. So I'm having a little bit more fun with it, um, I could say. And I ran, starting January 1st, I ran a mom's healthy habits challenge over six weeks. Uh, the challenge brought in quite a few people and really it was um, a challenge focused around habit stacking, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so someone would 
to something that they wanted to work on um, personally, whether it be um, drinking water in the morning or drinking more water throughout the day, or somebody maybe wanted to uh, start eating breakfast that they would otherwise skip. And Mm -hmm. they took that habit on their own. Every week they would get an email with how to take that habit how to implement that habit, a worksheet would come along with it. And then the next week, uh, they would build on that habit. And if they were ready, they would take on possibly a new habit. Um, So the whole, yeah, the whole purpose of um, habit stacking is because we generally tend to want to take on everything at once, which Mm -hmm. is what leads many people to not sustaining their efforts basically Mm -hmm. so when we take one habit and we focus only on that one habit and it starts to become a habit then we could take on something else and add on top of that instead of taking on everything all at once and it being very overwhelming that we just stop doing it all together yeah that makes a whole lot of sense um and i love that you did that in a way that was going to be you know building on it week after week um mm-hmm. and i and i know we had chatted previously before um hitting record you had mentioned to me you did a lot of that like you preset a lot of mm-hmm. that and scheduled a lot of that in so Maybe can you tell us like how active are you in the challenge? Like, is this a daily thing you need to be checking in on or was it something you created, scheduled and it's been set and it's running on its own? Yeah, so I created it. um, It's an email that goes out once a week over the course of six weeks. I set it up uh, in Flowdesk. I created a form that somebody would uh, click on, opt into and they would be signed up for the challenge and every week, they would get an email to their inbox, giving them the instructions for that week, the motivation for that week, and then a worksheet that they could print off uh, in PDF format that would carry them to the next week where that email would automatically be sent to their inbox again. So it was basically just set it and forget it. Perfect. So I'm assuming it was probably a lot of pre-work to do. How long do you think it took you to set all of that up? Uh, so first I had to write out the emails. Um, it probably took me about a week, a week and a half. And then okay. I went into flow desk and I made sure that I was, again, it was my first time setting up a workflow on my own since we had worked together. So, um, I wanted to be really careful that I was doing that properly, but, um, it was actually easier than I thought. And I was amazed at how much I remembered from okay. from working with the platform in that sense. So again, very empowering in that in that sense. Because again, to me, knowing the back end of my business was like what I wanted first and foremost. So yeah. I'm I'm very comfortable to be able to go in there. I understand now what all you know the, that terminology behind all of that means. So mm-hmm. it it it's, it really makes it much easier. And the more you use it, the easier it gets. Absolutely. And you've also created uh, a resource now that can be used outside of the six weeks, which again, mm-hmm. before pressing record, we were having a little business brainstorming session mm-hmm. of how you could use this challenge. And we had talked about how you could now um, have it as like a freebie, like a free resource someone opts in for and gets mm-hmm. it automatically to their inbox. Another thought after hearing you talk about, you know, what was involved in this challenge, it could even be a low cost offer. Maybe it's not a free resource. Mm-hmm. It's something you put on your website for 
I don't know, 20, 40, $60 that somebody mm-hmm. opts in for and self guides themselves through. So there's so many ways to redo what we're, what we've created once to continue right. to feed into our business. So that's yeah. really exciting. Yeah, it is. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just as a recap, uh, once mm-hmm. you graduated, you kind of for a year, were doing things on your own. We started working together. You felt very empowered by, um, the tech side running, mm-hmm. you know, workshops, getting your first clients running the challenge. So, you know, in the time frame that you graduated, that is an amazing win in and of itself. All of that, that's a lot of progress. So I hope you know <laughs> okay. that and just to celebrate so. yourself there. Um, <laughs> but I'd love to know kind of for, this next year. So 2024, Mm -hmm. now that you've got all the like backend work mostly completed, Mm -hmm. what's the, what are you going to be focusing on now? What are the goals for this year? Oh my goodness. I need to get out my notebooks. Sure, (laughs) (laughs) So many goals. Um, The goals for this year are continuing to build that email list Mm -hmm. to really, um, you know, get more clients into my 12 week mom's vitality blueprint program which I'm really loving because we set that up together um, really methodically also and really just um, build the business. Ideally, I would love, I don't know if it's going to happen this year, but I would love to take that program and eventually turn it into a self-taught program also um, with modules, pre-recorded, all that. Um, I don't know that that will happen this year, but I'm still, I'm still building the business. I'm still learning a lot. Um, so I'm just, I think this year is going to be about growth. Mm. It's going to be about growth and just, um, letting go a little bit and, and letting myself grow with the business and then, yeah, and then take it from there. I love that. And I'm sure like, as your kids are getting older, your business is growing. Maybe you have a little bit more time. Um, who knows mm-hmm. what could happen for the business, right? Like it's such in it's like baby stage right now. And there's like right. so, so much like good foundation you've already built that you can only, just like you said, grow from here and really take it to right. that next level. So I'm personally really excited so. to see how things go. Yeah. I'm excited for your challenge to wrap up this week and hopefully, yeah, you know, you. get some of those people into your, your program. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just think so much is it's just beginning for you. So it's, yeah, it's, it's been great. Exciting. It's, it's, yeah, it yeah. Is. it's very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> So just to wrap up, why don't you let everybody know uh, where they can find you, like where you're spending your time. And if there's anything you want to promote, feel free to do so as well. So yeah, you can find me on Instagram at distinctly nourished or my website, uh, www.distinctlynourished.com. I also have a free snack guide uh, to beat the afternoon slump, uh, which is really useful, especially I find those snacks useful for that, um, carpool time which mm. is when when we tend to lose energy when we need it the most yes so, absolutely <laughs> those afternoon I like to call it happy hours um, <laughs> love that <laughs> yeah amazing so they can find that at their at your website as well and at if they website. have mums in their community that maybe that's not their niche that's not who they're focusing on are you mm-hmm. open to them kind of sending their potential potential clients your way or referrals is is that something absolutely you- Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. I would love that. I love working with moms and empowering moms. Um, We could sometimes lose ourselves in mothering um, and catering to everybody else. So I love to see when somebody uh, is ignited and they start to take care of themselves again and realize that um, 
with some few simple um, tweaks and habit stacking and looking at root causes of things. Um, sometimes they see a lot of a lot of progress really fast. So I love it. Amazing. I love it too. And I wish today, um, I know I had mentioned before we hit record that this is not recorded video, but I do wish for today's episode, we did put out the video because I feel like your energy is just like so magnetic. And I feel like, yeah, I know you said video does not feel like the most comfortable thing for you, but I do think that, you know, who you are as a person shines through the screen. So maybe that's something in the future to think about. Maybe a YouTube channel for the future. Who knows? Maybe a podcast of my own. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We have to put ourselves out there and just see, see, where we fit best. So I, I, you've got a listener in me if that's the future for your business. Oh, so. thank you. Thank <laughs> Absolutely. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, thank Thanks you so, so much. much for coming. And I will make sure to have um, everything in the show notes where people can find you and to download your free um, resource. So I will add that there. And thanks again. I just appreciate having you on. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Thanks for listening in. If you love this episode, be sure to leave us a review, share this episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Talk to you soon.